0: chair fiasco is still in full effect
1: i'm getting shorter i think
0: i have a tall stool and i have to lean down into the microphone but that's okay
1: but it's okay we're we're recording in the (laughs) same room again we keep bouncing back and forth horror night's schedule is
0: chaos absolutely chaos so we are going to be talking about our unmasking the horror tour and as much of we uh as much that we can remember it's been uh it's been a couple days we went on sunday Uh, We've had a whole week of work. Uh, I go on vacation in less than 24 hours. So, yeah, so there's that. There is that. (laughs) So, we are going to tear through our Unmasking the Horror tour as best as we can. And see if we can remember some of the little tricks and tips and stuff like that that they explained to us. But we don't want to give everything away because then you're just getting the tour for free. So we're going to just try and walk through some of the houses that we saw. Um, If we remember certain aspects of it, we'll we'll try and, and spit that out. But there's plenty more facts to be found if you take the tour yourself. Before we get into that, we got beer. And we have special beer. We have special local beer. We do have beer. So my buddy Mitch um, got these beers for us, provided by Ivanhoe Brewing, uh, right in Orlando. So if you are in the area visiting or living, check them out. You can get their beers um, at a, at a couple different places, but it's easiest just to go down to their brewery themselves and get it. But I think other places carry them. Um, Gnarly Barley, Hammered Lamb. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you can half find barrel product it in might local, have some
1: local places, local. Uh, bottle shops and stuff so
0: so let's tear into these so mine i'm drinking the beer nerd um it is a cold ipa it's a mosaic and citra clean crisp gluten reduced so just a little bit of gluten in there seven uh, percenter brewed right here um i didn't really know what a cold ipa was so i looked it up it's what they say a cold ipa is typically fermented with lager yeast um and traditional ale temperatures but the hop flavors are more dominant, so we'll never, see if that we'll see if that cuts I mean, I've through. I've never heard of that. That's no, interesting. So I've I've never seen that. So I figured I like might as a, well look it up while I'm like there.
1: Coors Light, cold as the cold as the Rockies, cold as the it's Rockies shipped cold, so it gets to your house cold, even though it doesn't come home from the store in your car cold. But you know, I don't know that's weird. But I've never heard of that. That's cool. Sounds interesting. And I am drinking their Vienna Lager called Halftoberfest, so it's. Not quite Oktoberfest, but half I mean, we're we're only about a weekend into October, so this kind of makes sense. Never had it before. Actually, I don't know if I've had it. Well, it's a lie. I think I've had a couple things from from. I don't know. I sorry. Is it uh, Ivanhoe or Ivanhoe? Ivan Ivanhoe. Ivanhoe. Yeah. I have not have any have anything. Had, I don't think I've had too much from Ivanhoe. God, I can't talk tonight. <laughs> you know what it is? It's because I've been talking already all night, and this is just more talking. So. I'm going to trip over my words, I think, a little bit. But, yeah, I'm kind of excited because I don't usually get too many craft lagers, Um partially because I can't find them half the time and partially because I'm such a hophead that I'd rather just have IPAs and I don't like to change. So I'm interested to try this one. Craft loggers usually are pretty good. A lot of people give them shit because, you know, a lot of the macros are, 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 are pilsners. So I know they're kind of the different things, but you don't get too many you know, craft loggers, craft pilsers, um specifically Vienna. So this is going to be interesting to try. So I'm, I'm kind of excited. I like the can art too.
0: Yes. And if you're watching on YouTube, I uh, took down one of my set pieces and used it so I could prop up my microphone even longer, even, even taller. Nothing
1: so he, he grew, I shrunk.
0: So there's that. All right. So let's crack into these, see what we're working with.
1: Oop. Yeah. Oh. Very nice. Very, very nice.
0: Gotta get the gotta get the sound, or else it's just radio podcast silence, which nobody wants. Nobody wants that. We're here to talk, and talk we shall. I'm gonna die before I did beer. a lot of
1: talking. That's for sure.
0: Oh yeah. Let's see what we got here for beer. The IPA it's up front like off the nose is pretty. I mean, it, it just smells like a normal IPA. It looks a little bit lighter. Um, it almost looks like an amber.
1: Yeah, it's, I guess with it's, the
0: lights it's a little it, i mean it's no haze though no, no haze, well, it's
1: any. probably just a standard IPA I mean, again I don't really know what the cold does for you but obviously it's something it's, a it's just I mean there.
0: there's a lot of hops that that taste definitely jumps out in front mm. it is smooth though it's nice like it, it has that big penny taste up front and then it, it kind of drops right off but it's not bad it's 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 good. I've had Ivan before and um, it holds up. They all they always have really good stuff. It is a, I don't know if it's too strong for me. the too too hoppy, but I I can take some, but that it's almost like it's almost like I'm chewing hops up front. Yeah,
1: it sounds like it's more of a you have to kind of well So you really do have to kind of have a, spe- a specific palate to enjoy hoppier beers. Uh, I tend to enjoy hoppier beers, but Again, that's just because I like, I like that resiny IPA mouthfeel and the taste yeah. and stuff. So I enjoy it. Um lager's not bad. Definitely, obviously, it's a it's a logger, so it's maltier. Tons of malt on the front. A little bit of hot bitterness to kind of balance it out. But it's pretty good. I like it. Take my take do, your picture. Take do it your for picture. the gram.
0: All right, so should we get into this unmasking the horror tour? Yeah, I
1: don't remember a whole lot, so you're not gonna get a whole lot out of me. But we'll, we'll as I remember things, we will bring them up and talk about it. I'm, um, I'm think, I'm hoping that as we go,
0: um, stuff will kind of spark. Um, so let's just start right off the bat. We were, we, we had the six house, so we started it's at Universal Monsters Legends Collide. Um, we got a lot of info that we sort of knew. Um, yeah, just because we knew the story from the Spooky Empire panel, um, and we we discussed yeah. that in the past.
1: I mean, there were some definitely some interesting facts that we didn't know. Um, obviously, we're not going to give them away here. You need to go do the tour if you want those facts. But yeah, uh, I'll start by saying I appreciate the house a lot more after doing the tour. Yeah. Um, caveat to that is I shouldn't have to pay one hundred and sixty dollars to do a <laughs> tour to appreciate the house more. Um, I still think it's. Gonna be ranked near the bottom of my final list when we get there, um, but I do appreciate it. Uh, I, I definitely, I think, seeing with the lights on, I appreciate the craftsmanship that went into it. Uh, there's a lot of pretty set pieces with the lights like on, rather than just seeing it at night with uh, with the show running. Um, but I definitely appreciate the work that went into this house because it definitely looks like there was a lot of time and love put into it. So I appreciate that. I appreciate it for that.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um- I do want to point out we did have uh, Katrina and Andrew, I believe it was, for our tour guides. Um, They both did phenomenal.
1: Andrew's the man. He uh, (laughs) held my hand through the bug house, but we'll get there.
0: Um, They were great. They accommodated us well. We had a larger than normal size group, and they made it work uh, seamlessly. So if you have not booked um, and you decide to book either six or three, I believe they they trade off. They both do do various ones. You can request... Mm -hmm. Um, certain tour guides, um, if you've had one in the past or if you had a good recommend, uh, recommendation, much like we're doing right now, um, put their name down. Also, uh, I forget his last name, but we had Matt last year, I think it was. Oh, yeah. Um, and he forget was awesome. I mean, I, I know that this is a pretty selective job, so only kind of the best of the best get it. So I'm no, sure they know they're all stuff. fantastic. So
1: it's not like... But they're very, very good. It's not like mm-hmm. one of those tours where you go on it and you know more than the tour guide. You will learn plenty of stuff about each individual house that you tour you'll learn stuff about the event in general um they definitely know their stuff and it makes it interesting and fun um it's not just like a kind of like a walk around stare at everything look at everything take pictures it's definitely you learn a lot Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's Uh, worth the money i guess is my point oh it
0: definitely is I, i think we've sang its praises long enough over this podcast where i'm hoping if you do listen to us that you have uh, taken our advice and booked one um, or if you're still on the fence just book one
1: and my guess is at this point if you you might want to do it now if you want to do one yeah, this year sooner sure rather than later out.
0: yeah that's for sure um, so one thing that I didn't necessarily notice um, or maybe I did and I just didn't really come out to myself was that throughout the house so when we walk into that facade Um, You do see the big the moon and everything like that. Yep. yep. Um, But one thing I didn't necessarily notice was that as we progressed through the house, it's slowly becoming daytime. So that's something I didn't really pick up. I didn't know that either. I didn't pick it up either.
1: Um, But now that she said it, and you go through the house because like actually that same night we went through that house. Yep. um, And you do pick out a lot of the things that you learn on the tour, and I didn't realize like you said that the sun is coming up, which makes sense for the story. Um, but you do notice it now, mm-hmm, yeah. now that you know it. So I think that is pretty cool.
0: That was fun. Um, the mummy is actually the mummy from the mummy's hand.
1: Which I had no idea. Not existed. our
0: normal. Yeah, that was just a random yeah, 1940s it's not, not mummy. Imhotep. It's yeah.
1: some other random mummy from another movie. Yeah, so they used that. Use um, God, I feel like there was. And some... Listen, listen, monsters stands. <laughs> just because I don't know the that the Mummy's Hand was an actual movie, doesn't mean I hate it. I'm just saying I didn't know it was the real thing.
0: Um, there was a fun little east couple Easter eggs to the emotet that yeah, were there's hidden a few, there's in a there. Few,
1: there's a, so look for those. Look for the Easter eggs. And it's tough because
0: like you won't be able to see them. A lot of the notes. There, so there's a, there's at one yeah. point there's like a little book and there's like um little notes taken in the book and some of them say like. The curse—it's it's real. real. We got to get out of here. They—they they have lines from the Brendan Fraser uh, mummy and stuff like that. Um, so nice little nods that like these are the stuff that you see on the tour. The the and it's unfortunate that when you go through the houses, it's impossible to see fifty percent of the stuff that these people do because they're all amazing, like little little Easter eggs or, or just fun little crafts. Um, but you don't see them. Yeah, the, with amount, the darkness,
1: the amount that they build and put effort into, that you really as just a, as a as a regular guest would never pick up on. You would never see it. Um, but you know, going on the tour, they point it out to you. But they spend money a month, a, a tons of money and effort into building this stuff. That really, it's a, it's really for them more than anything else. Oh yeah, it's to say that like that's the type of effort and that's the level of effort that we put into it. So I think that is um crazy but also like i respect that yeah i think that's that's really cool that they just say you know what screw it like we're universal like (laughs) we can do what we want like we can literally do whatever we want and it's fine because i think it's cool and it
0: lets the the people that work on building the houses just have fun i know they don't have free reign but i'm sure they can hide a couple things here and there that
1: right and the thing is is like when you're working at, like, some mom-and-pop haunted house, it's like, you do everything you can within reason, because you can only afford so much, you only can only build so much. With Universal, they can literally just say, we want to do this. Yeah, we're doing right, whatever we well, want. Let's find out how, how can we make that happen. Yeah. Like, it's just amazing. And and you really, again, it's hard, we keep saying it, we harp on it, but with the lights on, you see so much stuff that you really stop to think and go, man, who... It takes some really cool, like really good craftsmen, crafts well, craftspeople. Excuse me, um, to really come up with this stuff because like it's so intricate. Some of the build is so intricate in the sense that like there's so much going on, and you know, I'm not very crafty, so I I'm looking at it going, I don't know how you would have thought of that. Like how how did you manage to think to put that there or this here or that? You know, it's it's just it's it's crazy. It's pretty wild, but um, yeah,
0: yeah. So going through that house was 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 fun because I, that house is drastically growing on me. Um it really is and it really the biggest factor is the characters in that house. I th- I mean bold statement but I th- maybe not that bold, but I th- and this is no slight against any other characters in any houses or anything like that. But the characters in that house go fucking ham. They are And I think on it every and it just maybe it's not every night maybe it's not every run but the last like three runs that i've been on they have been absolutely insane and and maybe one of the benefits um something that helps them achieve that is something that uh katrina had pointed out is there's a lot of two and three boo hole scares for one character so this person is you know, coming out from here, running behind and get you again, going from this third area. You know, it's kind of just chaos and they're bouncing you all back and forth. Um, And and there's a lot of fun scares in this. I mean, you have that triple boo hole for the mummy. You have Dracula on wires. You have two different mirror scares in that little hallway where the characters are interchangeable. Um, So I'm starting to forgive them for the, the... clumsy story because the scares are, are coming out so well that it's I, I'm forgiving it and it's it's moving up my rankings because my runs have been so just insane and I and I know where they're coming from and they still get me and they come very and I, I don't know how characters do this how they get so close without touching you or some I'm sure there's some slip-ups here and there where they but they I feel like they're inches away from my face and they have these masks and it's got to be tough vision but how they know to just like come out like cuz the mummy is just coming swoop right in front of you yeah. and like kind of swipe at you and it's just it's moving up my rankings. I, think, and I didn't
1: think it would. I think um this year has helped us realize how much we truly missed like a non-covid event. I mm-hmm. think the covid event proved that like we never want to have that again because the plexiglass stuff just made it so hard to feel immersed in the house. Yeah, and this year you really don't know where it's coming from. You you can run, you can do, you can do these houses five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times, whatever many it is, and you still are taken, you know, by surprise by a lot of these scares. Oh and yeah, I, I don't think I'm ready to forgive the story as 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 much as you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you and I are still going to be a little different on that. I, I still think it takes way too much effort to really understand what's going on and I still don't like the the va- the vampire coffin costumes. Mm-hmm. I don't like the I don't like the the rip from the movie Ivan Toussaint You're like, gonna... right. Dr. Dra- yeah, I just the the, the 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 Dracula. I just it's just something about it. I'm not really super hyped on it. But again, like I do agree that the last run or two that I've been through, it has been better. And I think part of it's because the scare actors are making up for the fact that they know the story is kind of shit. Yeah like I, that's harsh. I don't want to say it's shit, but it's just it's it's it's, it's not there. there's just there's just nothing there. Well like I, the story, I've, I've said a couple wise. times
0: it's in ama- I, I think it's a great story
1: on paper, paper for, yeah,
0: for a visual media for a right, movie a series right. if
1: i read a book about this i'm probably into it's it. it's
0: a great story um but great stories don't translate to great houses they don't the storylines have to be fairly simple there is no no part of going through this house do you understand that larry talbot has been sent to retrieve this uh, amulet. amulet. That's
1: attached to the mummy.
0: That's attached to the mummy. We have no way of knowing through going by, through the house that Dracula has sent him a letter mysteriously as a benefactor and and sent him on this voyage. It's completely lost. All we know is that there's a werewolf and a Dracula in Egypt. Yeah, that's and all we that's all we get.
1: And the thing is, like for me, there's no again, there's no climactic fight. Now the end scene does establish that somebody wins because, mm-hmm. like Katrina said, somebody has to win this fight. Not everybody can survive. And that's true, and I think that scene does, I appreciate the scene a little bit more because of, you know, now that we understand how the how, the, how it works, we're not going to give that away, but we understand how that scene works now, so I think I appreciate it a little bit more, but still, it's very, the scare is very, oh no, he's behind a wall, and he's got a head, like, okay. Yeah, that's that's
0: that I don't even view as a, a scare, I just view it as a, f- right, a, fi- it's, it's a scene. A, it's, it's a show it's scene, a show, or show yeah. scare, whatever they call yeah. it. Yeah. Um. So I don't. I. I I think it's growing on me. But that's Universal Monsters Legends Collide. Um, couple little hints there that we we found. Um. Next up, I believe we went to uh, Descents of Destruction. We did Descendants. Yep. Um, and man, did I there? This thing is littered with props
1: and scenes that you can't see with the lights off. I really think this house has a low key chance of being. Not Best House of the Year, but Most Surprising House of the Year. Yeah, um, I didn't have much for it. It was a vague story, well, a vague we had, title. We really had very little idea what it was going in. Um, and the first couple of times that I went to the house, I was completely blown away with how much I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, the story is pretty simple. I mean, it's pretty pretty, pretty one note, but like it works. Mm-hmm. It works for what they're going for. Um, and I think just touring it definitely helped me appreciate that house even more than I already did. So I am pretty excited. I was excited that we got to go through this one. So I I forget the exact titles, but
0: the way that I was brought to me is that something has kind of infected the earth. um, And then we are in this house going down level by level closer to the earth's core, because that is like, we're getting away from whatever has infected the earth. So I think the first level is like survival Yep. the next level is like the cannibalism and it's like getting darker and darker and then i freak and then the the third level is just kind of creatures like we, we've kind of transformed or something we've- and then we're so close to the core that like you know this crazy mushrooms and this crazy colors are coming out from the core
1: yeah well like katrina said like when there's no natural light the earth will create their its own light its own light, and that's yep. what they're kind of going for And that the very end of it is they have like the Mushrooms glow. Yeah. That sort of thing. And I liked that a lot. And that's something I didn't necessarily pick up on. I thought yeah, no, I through,
0: either. I was like, okay, everyone's a cannibal. Everyone, like, I didn't know that we were going stage by stage by stage. I right. didn't, You know, that first scene where you walk in, there's skeletons and there's the subway carts. I didn't get that that was just survivors. Um, I just thought this was all kind of one world and maybe we were in like a, a cave or, or some other little yeah. area a part of the world, but we're actually and I should have where it's in the name I'm, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> just we are descending <laughs> down the ranks of, of how humanity is trying to survive or combat this this catastrophe. Yeah. Um, so a lot of great set pieces. This one I, I have started to enjoy more and more. not that I didn't enjoy it. I just don't think I went through it as much because um, it is kind of forgotten over there. You know, I feel like last year when you had Puppet and Wicked Growth, that little area was kind of a staple, and there was two houses there, and then you had Carrie over on the other it side. There was more to
1: do in the back of the park.
0: Yeah, so now it's just kind of, because it's, they spread everything out, it's a little bit of a, a back thought.
1: Right, and I think what hurts it is the Bugs line, which goes around yep. the entire backside of the park, so you don't have another entrance for another house over there, so it's kind of just lost. Mm-hmm. And I think it's unfair for this one, because I think it is... It's good enough that honestly, this should have been put up where Hellblock is. Yeah. If if I if I if, if I had a, if
0: they knew that those two houses were gonna be there with enough time, I feel like I they would have been them. they would have been flipped. But I'm assuming they were already constructed on.
1: Probably. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. So. Probably. I mean, I'm I'm sure that it's like impossible to move them once you start building it. Yeah. But I would have probably, if I had known, would have put Hellblock in the back and put uh, Descendants up front. But you know, according to all the rumors, what what. <laughs> What wasn't? What isn't there this year, and it hell blocks in place of? I can see why that's where it is.
0: Yeah, um, there was a couple of fun little Easter eggs um, in there.
1: Um, the battery names, I forget what they exactly yeah. were, but they had different. Like, we really can't give those away because, like, like she said, those <laughs> one of those things that like you need to do the. They tour come to, from the tour to see it. But know?
0: if you if you can can read them, um, with, read them and try to figure with out what the, the lights on um or sorry with the lights off like during your run the batteries and kind of that first little room um there's i think like two or three different names but just try to keep an eye on those because they're they are have fun little easter eggs um when you're walking through the train the little subway train um the banners up on the top level of the the subway cart are also little um little easter egg-y things i think they have something related to like epic universe and and stuff like that one cool part was there is a um they say it's an unnamed city. They don't say... You can't say it's New York yeah, City yeah. because it's... They actually can't that's say that. ...copywritten. Um, so, like, the the names on the subway or whatever are obviously, like, true New York names, but they're arranged in such an order that that's not a real right. uh, line or whatever. Yeah, um, There was a cool... There was a map in the subway station which had, like, kind of a New England town, because you see New York, you see Massachusetts, and I found Worcester and Fitchburg, which are the closest (laughs) big city names on that, um, from where we are from, um, on that little map, so I thought that was fun, Um, and so this one still surprises me, so there's a scene where you go through, so they built, they built four subway cars for this scene, for this, for this house, which is insane to have that inside a, um, in a little pop-up tent. Um, The first one, you're the one walking through, and then there's one that's like smushed underneath one, and then there's one on the far side that you can see through the windows. Um, But the scene where you're walking up towards the subway car that's coming down, um, they do a great effect by posting up a mirror in like a top left corner that's angled, so it looks like the train is just continuing on, so it, it doubles the size without doubling the size. Um, but a fun fact about that little area is that is supposedly the the biggest set that they have That's had said. in a in a tent, which is surprising because it didn't feel as big as um, the like auditorium scene in the puppet theater, the little stage scene with the big the all the seating and the
1: big top. I mean, and it the- could be partially because they were talking like how close to the the top of the tent they were. Like they built yeah. this in a in a tent in a pop-up tent so there's not a lot of height to that and they were like right up against the height of the tent mm-hmm. with this scene so I think it's probably what they meant Yeah. Um, but it is I mean it's it's still a massive it set. is like absurd <laughs> yeah. how, how much they put into this and again like we're talking about how like there's certain things that you really wouldn't notice like you really have to look through the subway car's window to see the other subway car behind it but it's there because you know, it's universal, and we can do that. Um, and it helps immerse you even more into the scene. So it's just, it is pretty wild how much they put into that particular part of the house. Yeah, Because those, those subway cars are full size. Like, they're full yeah, size Yeah, I mean, cars. that's what
0: you're working with. Um, but yeah, so we go through that house, and then it's just kind of chaos at the end. Um, I believe that's one of the houses you do not survive in. Yes. Um unfortunately so, sorry guys, we don't survive this. Time. Most houses you do not survive. Uh some you do, some you don't. This one you do not survive nope. is the is the, the main We are eaten by cannibals. Thing. Um so after that house we took a little break and then we went over to shameless 's favorite house. No. Bug house. No nope. bugs eaten alive. Nope. Um we nope. got to jump back into that nineteen fifties, mid century era. Um so how was this walking through? It
1: was this worse or better? Uh, it was worse because I could see more, and we stood in the same spot <laughs> for like 10, 20 minutes. It's I'm not even joking. Like, I'm not doing this for for, for it's the not yucks. a bit. This is it's not a, a bit. bit. Like I don't it's not like a work. I, I've been to that house twice. Once you're shooting. Once live. Sh- once once a live show. The other on the tour, and I probably won't go through it again. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm. I just. It's gross. It's so gross. And like they're like, well, look, it's goofy, and they're fake, and he. He, uh, Andrew, uh, God rest his soul, he's a great dude. He um, made sure to tap everything with his pen and say, see, it's fake. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> thank you for reminding me that it's fake. That doesn't help. That doesn't help because it looks real and it's gross. Um, so we start into the little intro scene, which is fun because
0: when you're walking through, you see all these wallpapers. Um, and for me, with the lights off, I just could see cool 50s shapes.
1: Yeah, it's very hard to notice very vibey. with the lights off.
0: Um, but with lights on... These wallpapers are actually hidden bugs. Um, so the very um, start of it, that little scene where the you know the saleswoman is up up at the you know her little show studio or studio or whatever, um, all the little circles have little lines coming off of them, so they're all a bunch of little spiders. Yep, which I thought was fun. Um, and another little you know storyline thing that I didn't necessarily notice um, until it was pointed out was that. When all the chaos ensues and the alarms start going off, um, to the right when you walk in, if you look to the right, that's where the show, you know, this this BuzzCon show, that's where you're supposed to go. Um, but in a panic, the spokeswoman points for us to go left, and that's where we go, and we go into like the backstage. We go into the facility. Facility. Itself, yeah. So we're where it kind of derails from the show setting already. So we're kind of just weaving in and out of different studios um in in various order so i thought that was interesting that's something that i didn't necessarily know walking through yeah, the house I know. the first time
1: i'm not sure you'll pick up on it if you don't already know that that's what ha- that's what's happening like you have to kind of turn around and look to the right to see the sign on the side of the wall that says this way to the tour yep but it's not very explicit that's what's happening but it's cool to find out that, that that's that that's what's that's how that's how it works mm-hmm. um the wallpaper just going back that up for a second the one thing i uh, one of the one of the things about that that i like is that they literally went to someone and said hey design us like 1950s art deco style <laughs> wallpaper but make it look like bugs <laughs> and they had to just come up with these different styles yep. and i think it's really cool. probably had a blast yeah it, it, it gets your creative juices flowing if i had creative juices <laughs> um we get
0: into a couple different sets one thing that i didn't notice in that little set area where it's like the family sitting on the couch and the 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 legs of I think it's a spider are coming out of the couch, um, and there's bugs and ants all over where. I did not notice the little dog that uh, was the, sitting there. The family dog getting covered happy, in ants. happy as shit with uh with bugs and sand and everything around him, just living life. Um, and I guess they threw that in there because of all the the the, the unkind words Uh-oh. that they got when they threw the dead dog <laughs> the out one <laughs> out, out <laughs> a couple years deaths. ago. <laughs> um, of so they put a nice happy. Living dog getting eaten by ants couldn't be happier. My dog likes eating bugs, so I'm sure he'd be just having a blast as well. Um, we go through the little kitchen scene, which is just fun because you get to see it's all gross. the little bugs that you wouldn't, it's nasty, you wouldn't have seen with the lights, um, the lights off. Sorry. It's so gross. I keep having to pause on what I'm talking about, lights on, lights off. Um, a, a fun little thing in that room was that the that little body that was being eaten by that giant cockroach. Um, I don't remember if I went through this part, but very early on, maybe opening weekend, the, the, there was an actual scarecator in there with his head, like he was just sitting on a chair with his head facing out towards the cockroach or whatever. And he's like kind of wrestling with it. Um, but then they opted to change it to just a still mannequin because I guess after some uh, park reviews people just didn't even notice that that was a scare so they were better suited using that person elsewhere now it makes sense so i it's mean gross. that's a boring job i remember I've, you
1: know that person that person i commend you because yeah. that is terrifying i wouldn't do that
0: um we had a little scare like that at one of our uh, one of our things we stuck one of our buddies sitting underneath a we did table and candy. just kind of blacked out his face and put the candy all around
1: him and yeah s- yeah, that that doesn't that's not too fun. But well, we also we we put some comedic side. That yeah. was supposed to be funny because they would come up to the boy and be like, "You want some candy?" And he would yeah. talk to them. Yeah, but I I can see how that um that scare
0: kind of got the axe because there's another it's, scare in the room too. So it's kind of it. You don't notice it's it. it's dark.
1: It's hard to see as it is. I can only imagine that it was probably pretty hard to to pull that off. Yeah. Um,
0: so after Bug House, I think that's really all we got for Bug House. There's some more, like, little hints and stuff and fun things. But, yeah. again, t- take the tour. We're not going to give yeah, you everything. You should, yeah, t- I'm just that- going to give you a couple story-related things and maybe a little hint here and there. There but- were a couple
1: Easter eggs that they pointed out as we went through. But, I mean, it, it's bugs. I mean, there's really not a whole lot else to <laughs> yeah. talk about. Um, so after that, we headed over to Blumhouse.
0: Black Phone and Freaky. Um, Then we went through normal or like freaky first and then black phone. Um, This tour, it was our first going through. I mean, you know, they refer to the monsters as an IP, but I I view this as our first IP. And I feel like the IP houses, I don't get as much. Like, they don't have as much freedom, I don't think, to play around with
1: Easter eggs and
0: creative control and stuff. So it was very much just like, Walking through it's, the movie it's, set. It's
1: recreate the scenes of the movie. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to. You know, there's
0: a couple little, like, things here and there. But for the most part, it's as similar to the movie set as they can get, um, as close to the characters as they can get. Um, and there's really not too, too much uh, there. It was fun seeing, like, the kill scenes up close. Um, you know, the guy, the prop with the bottle in the mouth, and the guy on the, you know, the uh, the teacher... Uh, who I forget, his, I forget his name, but he played Cameron in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, getting buzzsawed in half. Um, there was a couple fun little things that I found, um, like there was um, sign-up sheets for some clubs and stuff like that. But they had the the decorators' names on there, and that's where I saw Holly's name. Oh yeah, Holly she was had on that. Written yep. her name on there, or somebody had written her name on there. Um, so, like again, it's those very small things that the the decorators can slip in. Um, because the major props themselves are—I mean, it is what it is—that you really, if you've walked through the house, you've seen these things. Um, you know, the 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 Ethan Hawke sitting in the uh, chair is still just as creepy during the day as going through at night. Yeah, it's well, that, still, that, I still think it's a person every time I'm waiting for it to move. That whole side
1: of that house is pretty unnerving even in during even with the lights on
0: and even lights on like we had to use our flashlights a lot like that yeah. is a dark dark it's house. a dark house and it's their first time doing something like that over in that area you know when it was disaster they used to have something but this is the first time creating that like little secondary yeah. hub or whatever um i i think going through the tour in this this house didn't really raise it or lower it for me um, you know, Going through monsters kind of raised it a bit. This one just kind of stays the same. I really like the house, but it didn't do anything no, special. No, I,
1: I, I think I appreciate some of uh, some of it a little bit more, but it doesn't really change my feeling about the house. I do think it's pretty cool that you don't really think about it, but when they have mask-off scare actors, and they told us this, that they have to find somebody that looks like the character they're portraying. So the girls that they found to play the, um, the blonde girl from Freaky. Catherine Newton. Catherine Newton, whatever her name is. They all look like a lot, uh, <laughs> amazingly, like bizarrely close to her. Like they look just like her. Um, and I must freak him out because like when I go into the house during like during show on, like they come out at me. And I look like right into their face. I'm like, oh my god, you like you look just you look like her. Just oh, oh. Like her. and I'm like probably like future look, future Cassie Lang. Right. They're probably over here like you're not being scared. Go away. And I'm over here like, whoa, wait, wait, whoa. yeah. Because you know I am trying to appreciate <laughs> the and, fact and admire the fact that they found people that look just like her.
0: So. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's not much to say about the Blumhouse house, I don't think. Um, no. But next up is my favorite house. I was so glad we got to do this one, was obviously Dead Man's Pier.
1: Um, now this is the house I think we did spend the most time in. We did spend quite a bit of time in it. We actually rushed through, was it Blumhouse? We we didn't spend a lot of time in one we house. We rushed a little bit more through house to meet lunch. So we so we could do so we could yeah, she they wanted to spend more time in Dead Man's and I, mm-hmm. I can understand why. There's a I lot mean, to go. They under I think most of the employees like they know that this house is probably the best house this year. Uh, and they all like it as much as we do, so Yeah. It's the most I mean, I think
0: it's the most beautiful set pieces. I think everyone can agree on that. Oh um, yeah, I think it has By far a, such a simple enough story um, that it is displayed through walking through the house. You do understand it. Um, there are, are aspects of it that I I understand more now. Um, you know, when I took it, when I went through it, my initial thing was like, okay, we're walking through. You know, the old dead man's wharf. Now we're at the pier. The sailors are lost at sea. I know this. Um, you know, that's the statue of the wife. She's playing the violin. I get it. Um, the one thing I didn't necessarily know was that her playing the violin is is calling them back, and it's raising the dead, essentially. Yeah, um, that's like was, a siren. Yeah, so that was one aspect I, I didn't catch on to. Uh, maybe I should have. Who knows? Um, I don't know if, if anybody else has picked up on that without hearing it here or going through the tour originally, but just walking into that first that first little area, the big... Center of town, I guess, is the, with the statue, the snow on the ground. I mean, you don't get to see how much snow and stuff is on the ground when the lights are out, um, but you get a little, you know, a little taste of it. But with the lights on, you could see how, how far out they went. Um, that's where you do get to look at that lighthouse for the first time, which is cool because. If if you keep your eyes up, which is something you should do in the houses, um, if you have a time to run through them multiple times, is do one run while you're looking up a little bit because there's a lot up there that you miss. And it's fun because you can see where in this maze you sort of are because you do see the light from the lighthouse or you see the actual lighthouse itself from various other stages in the house. Um, yeah. So that's one thing that I really like. Um, so then you head on in into the... Um, into the little tavern area. Do you remember the? I forget the name. They named it after. The tavern? Yeah. What was that called? It was called the. It was like the
1: white. I have a picture of it. Hold okay. On. Um, Hold on. Hold on.
0: I, I remembered that it was named. Um, like after. Was it the boat? The captain's widow. Captain's widow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was. It was. It was something relating to the story. So the the bar bartender um, with the little LED lights is really cool. In there, it was fun because there's a couple little um, little Jaws Easter eggs. Um, if you notice on the yes. on the little billboard, there's some stuff for like Quince Bait and Tackle Shop yep. or and stuff like that. Yep. Um, there was a reference to uh, Brandy from The Looking Glass, but somebody had ripped oh, that the off song lyrics, yeah. the song lyrics to, mm. to Brandy, um, Brandy, which is shitty that somebody You're ruined fine, that. Girl. I know I should have shown our tour guide my Brandy tattoo. Right. So I got a little brandy with some gold lock right there. All right. Um but yeah, I mean just from my initial walk through, like as soon as I walked through, like this was just such a culminating
1: Yeah, piece. we like it's one of the it's one of those things where like we didn't need this to like change our appreciation. Like we already love this house. Mm-hmm. It just it's it makes it so much cooler knowing a lot of the story um, than what you get just from walking through it. But I mean, out of all the houses, this one—the story is easily easily understood through the visuals. Yeah, you understand what's going on. Um, the setting and the ambiance is just bar none compared to everything else. Uh, I'm partial to like snowy houses. I think that's kind of cool how they can get that effect. Um, and it's nice on the hot nights. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is nice, nice and warmer nights. Uh, there is there is a uh, thunder. Oh, Thunder the, the Pomeranian? In this house. So look look out for him. He is in this house somewhere. And so, then also, when you're coming through the Captain's Widow, uh, look at the chair next to the table and see if you can notice what's hanging off the back of it. There's a
0: reused prop of there's sorts there. There's a prop there. of sorts there. Um, in one of the scenes, this is something I think I mentioned last week, but going on the tour confirmed it for me. Um, when you walk into the scene that's inside the like little boathouse, um, and there's the boat in the middle and this big where the water would be and there's a scare on the across the way um, that was originally supposed to be filled with water and this character was supposed to walk onto the boat and the trigger would be on the boat um, I don't know if it was just I mean it, it was it was built to hold water that's what they were they told yeah. us so I don't know if it leaked out, or if it was just having trouble filling it, or maybe it was tough for this character to to get onto the, you know, the boat yeah. that's on water. I don't know why. Um, she did say that you know, Horror Nights does change. Just like the, we were talking about the scare and bugs. Things change. So, it's, you know, it went from, it was supposed to have water to not having water. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to change back, but it could. They could do something maybe on the last couple weeks yeah. to, to try something new. Um, I think that would, I mean, that would just go above and beyond the expectations yeah, if they again manage
1: to pull that off. I think that makes that house the clear cut winner. Cause that is pretty cool. I am kind of bummed right now that they aren't doing that. Cause that's just because that would another, just, yeah, another little cherry. It's just super inventive. Um, even though it doesn't seem like it, you're just throwing a tub with water, but being able to pull that off in a haunted house, I think is, Harder than you realize, especially. Yeah. I mean, the, the scare actor does have to get onto a boat that isn't that isn't like it's not a static boat. It's in the water, so it's floating. Yeah. It may be tied down, but you still got to be able to. You, you got to be able to, in costume, in in makeup, yeah, get into the boat and set the trigger. So it's
0: it's hard to impress me on something you've already impressed me with. Right, but right. that would be one of those situations. Um, next is the little the 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 most famous most talked about scene of this house is that's the the, the shipwreck itself with the widow playing her violin. Yep. Um you know the scene is very fun to look at with the lights with the lights on because you do get to take in a lot of those details. But I mean I think the lights off in this in this section work better. Because there is fun details, but for the most part it's the ship, it's the pier, it's the you know dead guy next to you and then there's the, the widow playing the violin up top so it's not like you're missing a lot of the details
1: with the lights off um no it's just they're lit differently with the lights off yeah and which makes is which which changes the way you look at it and makes it look a lot um cooler
0: yeah um but the props in this little one scene are really funny um if you do look down to the guy in the boat you can see his like whole spinal column hanging out a small detail that i i hadn't picked up and then also when you walk through the room you're your attention is drawn to the the widow. So you don't really look around at all these other different things, but the small details in this thing are awesome. I mean, even the I'm looking at the fish pictures now, but even the little fake fish that are covered in frost is just, just so far and beyond like what they, what they need to do in houses like this that are already like above and beyond. Um, the scares on the way out are crazy. Um, I mean, just the characters in this one are—they don't have to go hard. I feel like their characters are like rigid, stiff, slow-moving. So I feel like the energy in this house doesn't necessarily need to be high energy because um, that for the characters it wouldn't necessarily I think, work. I think the costumes help too.
1: Yeah, like, the costumes they're are bulky, really, are they're... really cool, and you don't necessarily need to be like you know, quick and, you know, twitchy and jump out at you like and, and get you. I think they're cool enough that even if they don't quite scare you, you totally are just sold by how well they look. Especially the guys in the diving helmets. Yeah. They might be some of the best scare acting costumes I've seen in a very long the time. The LED lights inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I, I I really think that this house is not I mean, there's good scares in here. Um, but I just don't I've I've never looked at this house and said it was scary. It's just beautiful.
1: Yeah, it's all about just soaking in the environment soaking in what it looks like
0: yeah um so yeah there's i mean like i said there's there was so much stuff that we discussed in this house um and a lot of it i do remember so if you do see me in person you want some little tidbits if i remember them at that point go ahead and ask me but i think on on here we don't want to spill all yeah, the magic I Give away too much no um so next up we went to our final house which is Hellblock horror um so this was fun it was fun kind of seeing exactly what was going on because this is a very chaotic house it's dark yeah um you know you, you can tell that this house was
1: a rush job it was thrown
0: together on um, a second yeah so i mean it's a it's a fun house i think i've gone through I mean, this house the most because just because of the wait times but yeah, the wait time
1: is usually like 10 maybe 20 minutes at i can't most. say
0: no to that at the end um but i do enjoy this house and i do have a little bit more much like we talked about with the sense of destruction i do have a little bit more of an appreciation for this house um, because of all the detail that they actually did put in there that we just don't see because of how dark and and crazy this house is Um, so we walk into the little main area where we see that the guard has had better days the guard is kind of destroyed right there but a fun little thing is um, the signs up there that look like different like little hieroglyphics or symbols right. are actually um, like how to's for the guards, how to say certain commands to the various uh, species of creatures that are in here. So each, you know, it says like, you know, say there was a word for stop. It has it in the zombie language, the alien language, the, you know, the, the Yeti language. What it, it's there? Those are posted throughout the house. So if you see these like weird signs with symbols, they're actually essentially like how-to manuals for the guards on how to talk to these, um, these crazy, or as they, uh, say on the, the, the slogan or whatever, superior threats. This is actually the superior threat containment compound, STCC. Um, so I, I feel like this house, it was, it's full of Easter eggs as is. Um, you know we have the like uh, the split up head from the I believe it was the depths of fear depths just kind of kinda fear, laying yeah. on the ground um, a fun little nod um, you know the there's a yeti in the cage which mm-hmm. is I think stuff I mean, that we talked about is, previously the whole house is just one big Easter egg um, you know essentially the the end of it was trying to get to the core um, the one fun like little prop set that they had here was the was it the the, the blood eagle, the blood eagle, yeah, um, which is something that is passed around and used from, yeah. used in scare zones, houses, whatever. and they, they, they do keep, you know, they don't keep everything, um, but they do have offsite warehouses that are full of different props or costumes or masks or whatever, and and maybe the ones that they deem, you know, reusable or maybe vague cause that like you could repurpose it, um, but they do keep certain ones, so they have this big warehouse full of. Things and they're all categorized by maybe year, house, whatever. Um, but the 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 Blood Eagle is is a prop that seems to be that comes back through and through. And it's also one of the other props I think that was reused f- from multiple times that they talked about was the the electric uh, the electric chair. chair. Yep. Um, so that's another prop that's old kind of sparky. old sparky. It's been passed around um, time and time again. So this is this definitely is the the nod to to H H N past. That's the what this
1: house essentially is. And yeah, and I think that's, you know, everyone kind of knew that getting going into it that this is just going to be a whole bunch of stuff that they had laying around. Yeah, and they're going to throw it together in some little story and make it work. And and it, and it works. Um, the fact that they go out of their way to put like a, like what like a, what do they say like a five or six thousand uh, dollar fog machine at the last scene yeah
0: to the the core the the core scene
1: and it's literally just because it flashes light and it shoots it like six feet outwards. like it's and as wild and as i walked
0: through it on sunday with my mother we right when we walked in we got the button and i shot across i was like all right cool we got we got that um i do have a picture of the the 10 phrases to know um the 10 phrases to know for these guards is stop on the ground drop the weapon move along, let it go, leave, go to your cell, no communication, quiet, and turn around. So very, very broad names, but if you see that in there, um, it's fun because the symbols are, are really fun. I'm sure somebody had a great time designing all this oh, yeah, nonsense. trying them up and stuff. Um, but yeah, Hellblock is, is, is definitely fun. And like I said, there's not much to talk about Hellblock because it was it's full of Easter eggs, but the Easter eggs aren't hidden. They're right in front of you. Yeah. You know, you have the Nos- Nosferatu, like little statue across from the little vampire things from, I believe it was Hive. Um, yep. We have that whole blacklight area. You have the tunnels. Um, there's stuff in there. Oh no, that's a different house. I was gonna say there's stuff in there from a movie. That's definitely not a certain movie. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was our our experience on the sixth house tour. Um, we set it up front. We we can't suggest that you do this enough. You know, I, I, we did the episode last year, post six episode tour. And I think we gave a little bit um, more away than, than this one last year. And half of it's some of it I've forgotten. <laughs> but the other half is I, I, I want to use these post unmasking the horror tour episodes as more of a promotion, uh, to go sign up for it. Versus a give away all the secrets for free kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, we again we can't give away everything. Plus, we think that if you're a big enough fan of the event, um, it's worth investing in you know in one day doing it. Like, I mean, it, you don't even have to give up a night at the at the park f- for you know for the tour because it's obviously during the day. So you get up in the morning, you do the tour in the morning, and you go to the park that night to do yeah. the event. Yep, uh, and then just use what you learn try to point things pick things out that you remember from the tour. Uh, it is worth it. Now, is it worth it for someone who may may go once every year, like one night a year? Um, maybe just, not. And just like thinks the events okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if you go like if you're just like if you if you go for the big IP houses and that's it, probably not worth it because you won't usually you won't usually get to go through um, the major IP houses depending on which mm, yeah the which weekend ones is they are. This like, year. The weekend is not one you can go through. Um, so I think maybe. For those individuals, you may not be worth paying the money for it, but pretty much anyone that like just loves T history, loves the idea of knowing more about the house when you go through it, um, we actually kind of did talk a little bit about how like we feel like you almost may want to do the tour first, then go through the houses, because mm-hmm. you learn a lot, and you, and you see a lot more. Um, and even if like you know where the scares are coming from, sometimes it doesn't not gonna remember. matter, because you're not going to remember and two it's dark and you, you're you're disoriented to begin with. So yeah,
0: you're better and you're better. And this is something that I, I think I put in our episode for our um, possible HHN improvements is, is having a way to better portray the actual storyline before you go into the house, whether that's simply, and I know it's cheesy, but simply putting it on the screen or TVs or, or or something that tells you the storyline because the storylines we were told on this tour don't aren't, aren't what I thought the storyline was. Not beat for beat, not exactly. I had a I had a I had a pretty vague idea of what the storyline is, but it's mostly my own interpretation. Um, versus like having these very detailed scripted stories that um, aren't known to the majority of the people that are going through these houses. Um, even somebody who's experienced in HHN, I can't walk through a house without the storyline and be able to tell you. 100 percent, definitively that this is what this house is about um and this tour kind of uh unfolds the story to you in a much cleaner fashion in a much more fluid way and then when you walk through it you do have that appreciation for it a little bit more um so yeah i think i think you could get away with doing this tour before you've gone through the houses um i don't think that that would ruin the experience um, because when you walk through so. first night, opening night, and it's like half dark, anyways, you're missing half of the stuff, anyway. So, wouldn't you rather your first time seeing everything versus right. like seeing twenty percent of it? Um, yeah. But that's just my opinion. Um, I think that about wraps it up. Do you have any other any no, other thoughts? Or it's pretty much everything I can stuff? remember. I mean, right, that's the big ones right I mean, there.
1: Just to kind of go back to your point, real quick about the stories, they do do podcast episodes that kind of explain the stories a little bit. Um, but you're right. If they if they if they did more for that and pushed it a little bit more, you might have a better idea of what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. Um, wouldn't be for everybody. Not everyone's gonna listen or watch those. But for us, you know, people like us who need to really know everything there is to know about, you know, where they came up with the story, where the characters come from, how does this all work together. It definitely helps to have some sort of backstory. But I don't know. It was it was cool. Um, again. I'd do it again. I I would do this. Yeah, a bunch. We we will do it again. Probably will be doing it again. I I wish I wish they had a nine house tour, like an all just day, bang all just out. bang all of them out. But obviously that's a lot of talking for the tour guide, so I can imagine that they would agree with me. Um, but if you if you are truly somebody that like goes hard and goes all out, do the six house and the three house because then you'll get all but one house done, and it's you know that's a lot of information, but it's definitely worth it. I think to do at least one of them. Yeah, um, so
0: that's all we will be back next week um, we haven't discussed yet what we're going to be talking about we're still in the midst of our chaos season where we're right. just kind of there's always something to talk about so it just always is changing but we will be back next Friday discussing something we'll be talking about something I'm
1: yawning so bad I'm sorry <laughs> for <laughs> visual listeners because I am all over the place right now beat alright well until next time this is Nick and this is Shamus. happy haunts